Warren Podcast. This is Matt Warren. This is episode 203. Today is June 24th, 2021. I'm going to read an article today written by John Phillips. It was uh, published April 9th, 2013, titled Crane Balancing Act. Of many cranes is a, a balancing act, one very similar to the childhood experience of using a playground seesaw. When the equipment isn't properly balanced, the crane can succumb to the tipping force and fall to one side. Such a tip over is more common in mobile cranes rather than fixed tower cranes. A battle of forces. In some crane tip-over incidents, the weight of the lifted load and boom causes the crane to tip over in the direction of the load and boom. To overcome such a scenario, a crane employs a counterweight to offset the tipping force. However, if the counterweight is too heavy compared to the load forces, the crane can tip over in the opposite direction toward the, the counterweight side. Cranes also have ground supports such as outriggers, wheels, and a concrete foundation that must be able to resist the, combina- the combined weights and tipping forces of the load, boom, counterweight, and crane superstructure. A balance applied through the crane boom depends on the load weight, boom length, and boom angle. The counterweight of most cranes is at a fixed distance from the crane point of balance and has limited capacity for adjustment for a specific load and boom angle. The crane ground support can provide increased resistance to tipping as its width and weight distribution increase beyond being a, a simple hinge seesaw point, but the effectiveness of the ground support can be limited by the area where the crane is located or must be traversed. In many circumstances, a mobile crane equipped with full counterweights can tip over in the direction of the counterweights if the boom is raised to a high angle with an insufficient load applied to the boom. Achieving strength and stability, crane manufacturers must follow the American Society of Mechanical Engineers B.30 series safety standards as required by the Code of Federal Regulations, the CFR regarding crane stability and strength. These standards require require certain design and testing elements as well as the publication of crane load charts that are posted in sight of the operator. The crane load chart generally state the safe crane working loads for certain loads, boom angles, crane configurations, and counterweights. In proper alignment, the crane remains stable and upright, ready to move large, heavy loads. The crane and people and industries that rely 
equipment can safely go about their task. John Phillips, senior consulting engineer at Warren, has more than 30 years of crane and heavy equipment experience and more than 17 years of experience in forensic engineering. A, a licensed professional engineer in South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, Louisiana, and Ohio. He's NISI's registered both as a model engineer and with the United States Council for International Engineering Practice, USCIEP. John has designed crane systems, supervised installation, tested and certified lifting equipment, even serving as a project engineer for maintenance and certification of nuclear weapon lifting and handling systems. John is a certified fire and explosion investigator and fire and explosion investigator instructor by the National Association of Fire Investigators. John is a member of the American Society of Materials and American Society of Testing and Materials as well as a voting member of ASTM Ships and Marine Forensic Sciences Forensic Engineering and Building and Performance of Building Committees. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and uh, please hit subscribe if you found it of some benefit or share it with a friend in the industry. Uh, and remember, as Mom always says, Make your contribution. Hope you have a wonderful day and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you for letting me share. Have a great day.